On today's podcast, we talk about how to level up. Yeah, we talk about what we do when we start to feel stuck. And some disciplines that we add into our life when we want to get to that next level. And how we develop a tribe of amazing people around us to help elevate our game. Let's get into it. Let's go. Welcome back to another show, guys. It's Friday. It's not snowstorm Fridays anymore. It's, it's sunny. Sunny vibes. Feel good Friday. When, feel good when Fridays. When the sun is out, I feel fully alive. So do I, bro. I almost took my shirt off today, but it's not quite like it's not quite there yet. We're not ready. Please now. don't. It's not, it's not <laughs> the last thing I want to do is sit on this leather couch with you and your shirt off. <laughs> Trying to take you serious. I can see him saying something I'm so serious and heartfelt, and he's yeah. just like, just, no shirt. I'm yeah. just going to put a railing around this the platform and call it a patio. Yeah. <laughs> just patio hangs with. Put, put an outdoor photo up on the TV and just, you know. I love that. Uh, a beach. I think that's a vibe, bro. That is a vibe. Yeah. It's a whole vibe. Put some sand, we should put even sand down. I mean. Mm. We should do that. We should Change things up. <laughs> I mean, sand, some palm trees behind us, beach on the TV, and we're like, we're pretty good. I'm not not saying that's a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. So on today's podcast, we're going to be well. First and foremost, hello everyone. What's Welcome up, back guys? to another episode of the AOV podcast. I hope you guys all had an amazing week last week. We're super stoked to be here with you guys. We're we're excited. We got a lot of energy. We were just playing the guitar and, and singing. I shouldn't say playing the guitar. We were trying to play the guitar and and singing. But I mean, I uh, was playing it. Yeah, so. I mean, yeah, you were for sure. Uh, you can't play wrong. There's not a wrong way right, to play. Right. I agree uh, with that. Like you're playing. Um, what how it sounds? That's interesting, right? Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> but playing is playing. Uh, Today, we got an awesome topic. Today, we're going to be talking about leveling up, how to level up in life. So many, and and I feel like that's such a relevant theme. There's so many people in the creative space. There's so many people coming hot into 2021. We got spring around the corner. We're coming out of winter. Everyone's ready to go. How do you level up? Yeah. And uh, we're going to talk about that today. I think leveling up, I think a, an easy way for me to describe it is like a video game. Yeah. And so like when you're yeah. playing a video game, you always start out with like the most basic character, the most basic tools, the most basic maps, outfits, uh, outfits, etc. And then over time, like the whole point of the game is to level up, to, yeah. to increase the power and to, to get better tools, to get more interesting outfits, whatever it may be. Even with movies, you know, you look at the Dark Knight and these movies. They're always leveling up throughout the movie, getting better technology, better devices, whatever it may be. And so that's kind of how I look at leveling up for humans is, is us just uh, improving ourselves and kind of taking it to the next level. What about you, V? You know, no, I actually was thinking about that just as you guys were talking. I feel like a lot of times that I have been in that plateau phase, it's because I didn't even know what the next level looked like yeah. for me. Yeah. So if I don't have that envisioned in my head then I'm not even going to push it. Yeah. So it's just like, well, I'm just getting by week to week doing yeah. the same old thing. But if you can almost write down, this is what level three looks like. Yeah. This is what level four looks like and map it out. Then you eventually get to that dream level. And obviously you're still going to be pushing and growing yeah. throughout the rest of your life. But 
Right. You challenge me. Now I want to sit down and be like, what do these next levels look like? How right. do I get to this point? Yeah. A lot of times when I feel stuck, I almost think that it's because there's a lesson that I needed to learn or that I need to learn in the season that's like a plateau. And for me, like this this past kind of season, I kind of am now realizing like, okay, these are the things I needed to learn. Now I can move on. And it's like mm-hmm. almost this feeling of like release or like, it's like you're looking at a door and the door was closed before and now it just feels like open. I don't know how to better describe that feeling, but that's what it, that's what it's like. I'm just like, Oh cool. I'm ready to like move into another space mm. and like new things. And it just, I feel that right now more than I, like the past, I don't know, however many months, six months or whatever has just been like a closed door season. And I'm like, okay, cool. What do I need to learn here? And yeah, that's good. Yeah. So, I guess now we've we've kind of went over what it means to level up. What I guess the most common thing in my opinion as far as what I think keeps people from leveling up is fear. And fear is a tough one because it's not it's not real. Like the re- like why do we have fear? You know, we have fear when it comes to leveling up because we social beings We care about what other people think, and it really doesn't matter what people think. But because of what because we care about what people think, it keeps us from leveling up. It keeps us from trying to become better to to get something because we're always afraid. Like if we don't level up, or if we fail, or something doesn't go the way we want it to go, then everyone's going to laugh at us, or you know, everyone's going to pick on us, or we're not. We're going to look a certain way, which really doesn't matter. And you and I kind of talked about that the other day. I was talking about how what people think is completely irrelevant. It doesn't, you can have five people that tell you that you are worthless and then you can have five people tell you that you're God's gift to earth and neither of them, neither are right. Like you are who you are, period. And only you are in control of that. People don't, what people say about me, Prince has nothing to do with who I am. I just am who I am. Yeah. I do feel like the constructs of of what I, I think a lot of people stop themselves from leveling up because they're like thinking about what other people think. But I I almost think that can hold you back on some level of what the way that other people, whether it's like your family or friends or whatever, if you try to do something new. I remember this mm. specifically this situation from the cigar shop, actually, which is really funny. Um, I like did my hair different one day. And Ryan, I came in and Ryan was like, oh, what's going on with your hair? Usually it's really nice and you look like Ellen DeGeneres today. (laughs) And like, I was just like, oh, dang, like, I'm never going to do whatever I did with my hair today ever again. And then I was like, you know what? No, screw it. Like, I'm going to do that because I want to. But I almost think people in their minds put you in a box. And when you try something new, I've noticed this in my own life. When you try something new, it almost scares them because it challenges like what they do and people are like they'll make fun of you or they'll make comments this happens to me all the time because i'm always just like changing things up on people and like as soon as somebody does that it it lights this fire i I have this like rebel like punk spirit and when people do that or tell me i can't do something or anything it like makes me want to do it to the like as as it makes me want to take it as far as i possibly can get extensions I'm going to actually dye my hair blonde uh, and do the full-on Ellen cut. Yeah, suit. Yeah, all of it. I'm going to come in as Ellen next time. Yeah. All right. 
But I think that's, I mean, that's part of leveling up. Like when you, once you level up enough, I mean, you get to a point where you don't, bro, you don't care what anyone thinks. You wear what you want. You dress how you want. You speak your mind for you're you. And it's beautiful. And it's like, it feels great. It's like, I'm me. No one can be me. This is me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Period. And I'm not concerned with anyone's opinion. Yeah. And everyone has a right to opinion. I mean, say what you want to say. It's all good. Tell me. Oh, your hair is funny. Cool. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I, I think that though there is a push, it has to be like an intentional push to break through to like another level. And there's almost this like resistance. Oh, this is what I've experienced. I don't know about you guys, but anytime, like before I bought my house that there was a, there was like a season of this or like before I've like made a move, like when I moved here, um, it's like this resistance that you feel and you almost have to like mentally or like spiritually or whatever, like overcome this resistance to, push through and it's like you're changing your baseline and so it takes a lot of effort and then once you're there it's like it it feels easy and you're like okay now i can rest here but i think what happens for a lot of people is they they break through and then they're like cool now i can chill i've seen a lot of people who get they they get to a certain level and they're like cool i've made it i can just like relax now and they just kind of like sit back and and live but people that i see that are really excellent they're always like, what's the next level? What's my next challenge? I think that's where passion and love comes in. Like, yeah. I, I feel like if you're genuinely in your lane, like no matter what people say, we like work fulfills us yeah. like work, like by nature work fulfills us, yeah. but it's work. it's doing things that we love. So if you're doing something that you love, then you're, then, then, then what I say is, you know, leveling up is a lifestyle. It's yeah. a, it's literally a, a, it's a part of life. It's not like something you do from time to time. You're just constantly leveling up and, and, and that's the way you live. And I agree with you, what you were saying with like the friction. I think we, you know, I've experienced a lot of that friction too in the past where it's like the fear, mm-hmm. the fear of, of new things, the fear of going to that next level when it's really easy to, to stick with what's familiar. But I think more importantly, what we're not talking about is like, so like going back to the video game analogy, what keeps you from leveling up in video games? Like bad guys, like yeah. the al- the alternate yeah. force. Yeah. And we have an alternate force and it's like our ego and our ego likes familiarity and it wants to do, uh, it wants to do these things like perfect example. Like there's times and I have to be so aware. Uh, I'm so aware and I, and I'm so reflective every single day because I, I know myself really well. And I know, uh, sometimes I'll get to a point where my ego is just like, Oh, you, you've been crushing it. You're good. Just kick it. You yeah. don't need to do it. Just, just hang out. Like, let's do, you know, just go do this. And, and you, and you, and then you feed into that ego and you're like, you're right. You're, I have been crushing it. Things are great. Yeah. I'm just, I'm going to go gonna kick chill. it. Yeah. I'm going to go have me some beers. Yeah. I'm going to go, you know, I'm going to go do this. I'm going to go do that. But what happens is it like, it takes you, it's like you step, you're coming down the steps now. Yeah. You're literally, you're going backwards and then you get caught in these, these cycles, you know, these cycles that keep people from leveling up, which I mean, it's, it's pretty common, you know, like we can, we can get into the specifics, but if we were to look at everything as just like a whole, it's hanging out with the wrong types of people. It's, it's alcohol and drugs and partying. It's, uh, it's. Being promiscuous. Yeah. Being promiscuous, uh, health, fitness, um, entertainment, watch, you know, vegging out on Netflix and watching, you know, just binge watching shows and things like that. That is the stuff that 
it's a detour. Yeah. And and the worst part is it's not like a one day, you know, like in my experience, it's not a one day detour. Like if I go out, if I decide I'm going to go out and get drunk, it's like this. It's like, okay, so you go out and you party. You've been, oh, so you're, you've been working so hard. So you're just going to give yourself, it's, you know, let loose. So you go let loose. Then you're hung over the next day. Then you're eating junk food. Then you feel like junk. Then you're like, thinking about why did I do all and then it just turns into this vicious you're stuck in the dryer all of a sudden you're tumbling for two three weeks and you by the by the time you finally get out of the dryer you're just like what have I been doing for the last three weeks I've just been sulking in my own nonsense yeah and then it's like jumping you know back out and I think that's the that's the challenging part of and that and that's the human you know and 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 I don't care who you are the most uh dialed people like we all go through those times where we just kind of get, we get knocked off yeah. of the steps. I, I almost think it's self-sabotage. Like I For think sure. that when, when people are, make a decision to do something, a lot of times they don't even tell people they're like, okay, I've made this decision. I'm not going to tell anybody because like, what if I fail? But right. then also sometimes they tell people and then they like crash and burn on purpose because they, they like start off and then they're like, Oh, I'm not going to succeed here. So I just need to like, screw this up or they're like i'm not worthy of this next thing i don't have the confidence in myself whatever i've done that where you just like self-sabotage your own dream because you're like well it's not gonna happen anyway so i might as well just burn it burn it all to the ground and that is like the human i feel like that's the unhealthy human part of us that does that i was trying to find the the some of the characteristics of the saboteur i've been reading up on uh archetypes but nonetheless the saboteur is an archetype and it's an archetype that we all embody. Yeah. And so, uh, you're spot on. Like we are self, we self sabotage our ego are, it's like our shadows, the other yeah. side of us, yeah. our shadow self is sabotaging us from becoming what we want to become or achieving what we want to do. And if you're not very aware of it, uh, it's easy to, to lose control of that. And I think more importantly is, is your time preference. A lot of times when I'm sitting in a moment, I'm thinking about that specific moment. So if I'm sp- thinking about the specific moment, then who cares if I decide to have four beers with, with my buddies right now? But if you take yourself out of the moment and you think about the, the future impact on what this moment is going to have, the byproduct of this moment, then you realize like, eh, I don't want to be hungover. I don't want to be eating like, uh, this, could, this actually could throw me off like a whole week. I'm good. I'm just going to have a beer or I'm not going to do this or I'm not going to, you know, watch this Netflix. And so it's almost like being when you're, when you're making these choices, being more aware in the moment of what choice you're making and what is the, what is the long-term impact of that choice that you're about to make? Yeah. It's funny. This, this past season for me was almost, I was like too rigid with the rules that I set for myself and it it turned it into a not very fun season and like even reading reading this uh elimination of hurry book Ruth, the ruthless elimination of hurry oh how do you like it it's good i'm only like probably 15 20 pages in right now but that kind of was i it it, it came at just the right time like i started reading it at just the right time when i started feeling this like release but it's almost like i was pushing too hard and not giving myself grace for like the season that I was in and not even appreciating the season that I was in. And I was like, okay, I was thinking so much about what was next that I wasn't really cherishing like right now. And 
there was like some switch that happened. I don't know what the catalyst was for it. Probably just like being out of town or whatever. But I was like, wow, I need to really appreciate the season that I'm in, even though I hate the winter. And like, there's a lot of things that I'm like, I want to change this. I want to change that. But I like looked around my life when I came back and I was like, wow, number one, I have a lot to be grateful for. But also like, I need to be a good steward of all. If I want more, like I need to take care of what I have now. And I like looked around, even like little things like my car. I've been like thinking about getting a new car for a while and I was like, man, I'm tired of driving this like mom wagon, whatever like right. car. And then I like looked around and I'm like, man, there's like a bunch of trash in here. Like this thing's not clean. I'm not taking as good of care of it. Like what if I did have a new car right now? Would I treat it this way? And it just like something like in me just like snapped. And I was like, I get it. Like I get, this is the lesson that I need to learn. I need to be a good steward of what I have if I want more. If, if I want things to change, like I need to take care of now. Mm-hmm. And... I don't know. It was like a, a just, and I learned, I feel like I learned lessons like pretty quick, but that was one where I was like, got it. Cool. <laughs> All right. I get it. And I literally drove to the car that I saw you that day at the car wash. Yeah. I literally drove to the car wash and was like, cool. I'm gonna, yeah. Yeah. Jay's. Yep. Shout out Jay's ultimate car wash on Chinden. Oh <laughs> it's my favorite. Yeah. The it's, it's super funny when you're, I shouldn't say funny, but it's super interesting when you're talking about being present what I've realized in, in my self-reflection over time is that we we oftentimes spend a lot of time in, in people spend time in either a past timeline or a future timeline and they're very rarely present. And so time is always fleeting. And when yeah. you're in the future, the past time is moving so quick. But when you're present and in the now, you're you're able to demand so much more of your personal power. You're able to, to you're able to do so much more Time slows down and, and, and the amount of energy that you're able to exert in a present moment is incredible. Like the amount that you're able to, to get done is incredible. Um, even working wise, like hours, like w- the amount of work you get done has nothing to do with the amount of hours. It's about uh, the attention. It's the focus. It's being present. Are yeah. you like how involved are you really in this? Yeah. Are you in a, are you literally, are you sitting in a, like a, a warped time zone yeah. with a low aperture where you can't, everything around you is just blurry. You don't even know what's going on around you. Cause you're, you're just in a tunnel working yeah. on this thing or are you engaged in eight things at one time? Yeah. Yeah. That's that, that's what I feel like one of the lessons. So like I was saying before, anytime I'm stuck, I always am like, what do I need to learn right now? What, mm-hmm. how do I need to educate myself to like move forward? And that being present, but also being a good steward of what I have, it was like things, but it was also like the moment, like I was like, I need to steward just the moments, individual moments and time better. And like, I just had a realization of that, but I have this, uh, Andy Bernard quote from the office. It's like, I wish there was a way to know you're in the good old days before you left them. And I was like, I'm probably going to look back on this season and be like, okay, things were really good. And, but like I, I feel like we don't cherish like the moments like that enough. Even if things aren't great, like I'm really learning to like change my posture and be like, I'm grateful for everything. Like I think I've talked to you about this. Uh, I think I might've talked to both of you guys about this when we had uh, like a wild October. I don't know if that was not last year, but like two years ago, we had all this stuff going on. And I had another conversation with a friend recently where I was talking about some stuff and he's like, and he's telling me 
what's going on with him. And he's like, man, I'm almost there. Like this is about to happen. And this, I'm like, bro, what are you talking about? You're there. He's like, what do you mean? I'm like, bro, I, he's like, I know what success looks like. People think success is a destination. It's not a destination. It's a process. The good old days isn't a destination. It's, it's like a, yeah. it, you, like I know when, when we're successful, yeah. I can feel it. It's yeah. like, it's, it's like, this is working. Like we're six, everything's going to like just happen. Yeah. I'm not, I don't have to wait for a deal to go through to be like, Oh, we're so good at what we're success. No, it's like success is in the process. I can see it. Yeah. And when you can, when you start noticing things like that, when you understand what love looks like, what, what friendship, what, what, Healthy. what, what yeah. yes, what these things start to look like, uh, you enjoy the moment so much more and, and you create your own luck. Yeah. Like you, like it's, you're not banking on this moment. Like you're already there. Yeah. It's the process that creates the outcome. Mm. That's good. Have you had times V where you felt super stuck? Never. Never. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> no, I, it's actually funny. Cause I was kind of feeling like in this weird yeah. place, like these last few weeks. And then I got a phone call and it's almost like it's time to step it up. Yeah. Like I could have used that time to like already have things set in place. Yeah. You guys know what I'm talking about, but basically mm-hmm. it's like I'm now I'm in a position where I am forced to step it up, which yeah. sometimes is nice to have like For a fire sure. lit under your butt, but it makes me excited. Cause now I feel like I have a bigger purpose, you know, but even just listening to what you guys are talking about, it's nice to, Almost envision. Okay, this is where because I generally did that this year. Yeah. Okay. By the time I turn thirty, I want my life to look like this. Yeah. But I haven't worked backwards in like levels. Yeah. Like you guys are talking about, and I feel like that would be really beneficial to me just to be making sure that I'm disciplined in each area. Yeah. Because it's. I remember there were years that everything else went to the wayside, but my career, I was just cranking. Yep. And my work ethic is, but then once I started focusing more on health and fitness, friendships, being pre- on all those things, the work stuff almost went to the wayside mm-hmm. or I just haven't been excelling yep. like I usually push myself. Yep. And so I'm like, Hey, how do I get this all as a unit to work together yep. and mm-hmm. be disciplined in all these areas? Mm-hmm. And it's possible. It is possible. That's that, that. It's really interesting that you say that. Cause that's what I felt. I felt that literally the exact same thing, but I am like, I'm like a driver. I feel like a lot of time where I, I like want to be, I have this like vision for where I want my life to be. And I'm always like, just pushing on the gas, pushing on the gas, pushing on the gas. And I think this past season I was like, just like hitting the gas and like my motor's <laughs> not working. And I'm just like, what is going on? Come on, let's go. Yeah. And like, there's nothing there. And I, I just like had this realization. I'm like, wow. I need to just like rest and I need to just chill out. And maybe that's the, like, that's the, what, that's the lesson I needed was like, just stop and rest and wait. And I was like, Oh, and that's that living in the future too. Like you're, you, you, you created a lot of tension in the now because you're trying to get somewhere. You're trying to expedite a process of getting, somewhere where but maybe the place where are need, you going yeah the place what, i need to be is here. what else is there but now that's yeah. that's that's someone had asked me that uh a, a a very i try to i try to hang around wise people which is why a lot of time i'll go hang out with older older yeah. older people and i had said something once and uh he looks back at me and he goes he goes where are you going where are, where are you right now 
Where are you? Where are you then? Where could you possibly be then right here? But it was spot on and, yeah. I, and it hit me and I'm just like, that's so like, yep. there is no, you are like the only place you can be, you can't be here in the yep. past. You yep. can't be, in, yeah. you can only be yep. right here right now. Yeah. That's and all there is. And I, the so moment good. you realize that and you start letting go yep. and, and you start to realize how much more command, how you become rather when you're living in the future than the past, because you're not present, you're living in a reactionary state. So yep. you're reacting to reality versus being actively participating. If you're present, you're the picture maker. You're literally creating reality because you're demanding. Mm-hmm. You, you are driving what's happening in your day-to-day present moment. You yep. are aware. You are consciously making your decisions and choices. But if you're living in the future, the past, you're just kind of – you're not even here. You're yep. aimlessly – you're just on – autopilot because you're daydreaming yep. about where you want to be or about what you're going to do yep. or about what happened versus doing something in the, in the present, which I think it's good to have balance. And like, I've always been a person who like, who I'm like, I have goals. I have these things I want to do, but I really feel like a lot of my life I li- I've lived with this like unsettled feeling because I'm like, I'm not where I want to be. And like the, the realization that I've just recently had was like, I want to be here. I want to be here right now and yeah. nothing else really matters. <laughs> and I was just like, what? It literally hit me. Whoa. Like, <laughs> it, it just hit me like so hard, but I'm like, where am I exactly what you're saying? I'm like, where am I going? What am I doing? Literally? It doesn't matter. Well, ask yourself that yeah. anytime you're feeling tension and it's like, where am I? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like where am I? Like, yeah. Really? Where am I? And yeah. you'll, you'll often, most nine out of 10 times you'll find you're here yeah. <laughs> or yeah. you're here. And it's yeah. like, I, I think it's good it's good to have goals and it's good to have like ambition and to want things but I really think that at least for me I was like not taking care of myself and not taking care even taking care of like moments and like realizing like I was unhappy with where I was where I was at what I was feeling and I'm just like this I don't like this season I'm ready for the next thing and I'm just like no I need to just be present take like just rest and soak up the moments because like, you don't know, you don't know what's going to happen. You don't know where life's going to take you, but it just completely changed my mentality from like, go, 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 go to just like, just chill. And And I feel, I feel good. Don't you? So when I was reading that book, yeah, I sometimes can have an issue with the word rest because it just sounds so like stagnant, like nothing's happening, Yeah, but it's almost like it's not necessarily just laying there sleeping yeah. or taking a nap totally. or vegging out. It's not that. It's more or less that restful spirit as in being engaged in the now. Yeah. And you actually get more done and you're more impactful in the world when yeah. you're just like in those moments. Yeah. Well, I also feel like sometimes the destination that we want might not even be the right destination. And I think that was kind of where my head was at is like, I was like, go, 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 go. And I might have just been going nowhere like in or in the wrong the wrong situation or i feel like times of rest and like being settled and everything are where you get vision for the future and it's like where you get that kind of like download of like okay what's the next thing even Mm -hmm. gonna be and i was pushing so hard without like a goal in mind and it just wasn't it wasn't healthy and now i'm like i'm chilling and i'm sure i'm gonna find whatever that next thing is but right yeah um Bro, more heart, more levels. Yeah. You know, for sure. And and I think that's a big part of leveling up is living life with more heart, yeah. you know. Um raising 
I think when you're, you know, when you're present and when you're grateful, you know, when you, when you, when you experience and you show more gratitude in your day-to-day interactions and you have a lot more gratitude about your life, I think gratitude is one of the easiest ways to level up. You become such a magnetic person when you are just grateful for things, when you're grateful for people and when you're showing people gratitude, uh, I feel like you become magnetic. You have an energy and a a magical field around you that expedites things because people want to, you're just, you're a good energy. People want to help. People want to say yes. People want to connect. People want to engage, you know? Well, it's like, I, I feel like it's like a spiritual thing too. It's like you, you can spend your days like, just going through life, but really taking time to like appreciate everything. And that's kind of a practice that I've been doing is like everything that I'm doing, I'm like, okay, what do I have to be thankful for here? And I've been being like really intentional with that, like even in prayer and whatever, but I'm like, I'm literally, I have so many things to be grateful for and like appreciating the small things like a coffee. Like this morning we're, we're getting coffee. I'm like, I'm grateful for this moment. I'm grateful for this coffee. I'm grateful that the sun is shining. Like, there's just a lot of things that we can be thankful for. And Mm -hmm. again, like we've said this multiple times, but you can be having the exact same experience as someone else. And the only thing that's different is like, you're grateful and you can be going through the same thing, but somebody can have a negative outlook and you can be literally having the time of your life doing something super mundane. Right. I had like a few notes on as far as like other ways outside of gratitude to level up, like stop telling yourself lies like I think that's one thing that really keeps us from leveling up is 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 fear and these things lead oh I'm not smart enough or I'm not good looking enough or I'm not connected enough or I don't have enough followers or whatever it's all lies it's like yeah. stop just we have to stop telling ourselves lies yeah period I think that's a a big one um Using visualization is a great way yeah. to to level up. I mean, you get improved focus towards your goals. You, it brings clarity, motivation. It boosts morale. Like I know, visualiz- visualization for me was a huge game changer from 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 having a goal but not really knowing what that looks like. And it's like almost just like you're walking. Uh, it's like going on a trip with no flashlight out at night, and you're just like, I kind of have an idea where I'm going, but I don't really know what it looks like. But I, I'm all pretty sure I'll know when I get there. At least I yeah. think I'll know. Mm. Uh, but when you envision it and when you see it, and that's another thing too. When you when you know what it looks like and you and you can envision that, then you see it. When you see the process mm-hmm. and you think you see things clicking into place, you're like, oh my gosh, it's I see it coming together. And so I think visualization is a big that one. is huge. And there's encouragement in that yeah. too, even just for that present moment, just like taking time to envision it yep it's so good well then you're not surprised this is what i've noticed you're not surprised when it happens because you're like yeah like like you guys were saying last week like you are when you already have seen it and like you're already there mentally when it actually happens when it comes to pass you're like cool this is what i saw and you're like ready and i think that that's like a big I, i feel like people are almost scared to visualize because it it you feel like you're going to let yourself down mm-hmm. and like, you're like, Oh, I'm not, I don't personally feel this, but I've seen a lot of people do this where it's like, I'm scared to dream big right. because like I, I might fail or because it, it scares me. It, it literally is like, it's just fear and insecurity and doubt and all of these things. And 
they don't even put in the work to visualize or they don't know what they want. And so it's like hard to visualize what you want if you don't know what it is. And so I think being really intentional about I do this every year where I have a season where I just like write down all the things that I want and I make a vision board and I do this whole process. And it's not like, it's not for any reason other than I just want to know like kind of the general direction that my life is going to go. And I want to be able to like visualize and see things and, and like imagine things coming into place, but you can't do that if you don't know what you want. Facts. And and as a creative, just, you know, like outside of using visualization to, for achieving what you want out of life as a creative, it's probably the most powerful talent you can probably possess. Mm-hmm. Like what do you, like when you can close your eyes and you yep. can actually create, when you can use Photoshop in your imagination, yep. when you can start building things and playing with prototypes and coming up with ideas and concepts in your head, yep. it is a game changer. Yep. Well, that's the difference of like a really, really good creative and just an okay creative. Like I've worked with amazing photographers and before they ever press a shutter, they have already visualized what the image is going to look like in their head. And that takes it away from being like, okay, here's me, photographer, and I'm shooting just what I know or what I can do. It breaks that whole mold. A lot of people are like, artists, designers are like, well, this is my style and this is what I do because it's what you've done before. But like, if you can level up outside of that and be like, we takes could create, we, yeah, we could create anything and... It, it's just matching what you're creating with the vision that's in your head. And it, it, it is scary because you're not relying on what you've done before, but it like, it makes you better as a creative. It takes luck out of the process. Yeah. It takes, makes you better at everything. That's yeah. why when you, when you, with those types of people, they're not surprised when they look at the back of their camera, they're just like, Oh, they're not like, Oh my gosh, that's yeah. a bet. They know, yeah. they knew when they took the, sh- they, yeah. they already knew it was, they already seen it. Yeah. They already, they're already aware. Uh, and I think when you, like, I think when you are visualizing and you're leveling up, and like I said, li- leveling up, it genu- it really is a lifestyle. When you're and when you're really in that lifestyle, and and it's and it's and you are leveling up, yeah. and you are becoming the picture maker. You're not. You become so much more humbled, and you realize there's. You realize you don't overreact when things don't go your way. You're just like, cool, whatever. When things go extremely well, you're not surprised. You know, you knew it was going to go well and there's no need to overreact either and celebrate. There's no need to be like, oh my gosh, that deal was amazing. It's just kind of like, yeah. yeah. Uh, And I think that's one of the beautiful things about when you are commanding your life like that, like you expect these things to happen. It's not like, Oh my gosh, I'm so lucky. It's like, no, like I know this happened because of this, because I understand the universe. I understand how things work and I'm applying these things that we can all apply. We have the free will to do it. It's just, we all use our time in different ways. But if you use your time effectively, you can have a pretty rich and fulfilled life on, on the career side, on the relationship side, on the health side, uh, on every side. If you make it, if you make living at that, you know, at that level of lifestyle, it can yeah. be really enjoyable. What do you do when things don't go the way that you wanted them to? That happens. That happens quite a bit. Uh, bro, be like water. <laughs> yeah. Like literally like there's, cause guess what? When I'm rigid, I can tell you the opposite. So when I'm rigid, all it does is break 
it breaks it, cre- it breaks me down. It creates so much more tension. I'm trying to force something that doesn't need to be forced. Now I'm irritated because I'm irritated. It might affect what I want to eat. It might affect what I want to. All of a sudden, it, it it spirals out tension, and we create a lot of tension in our life. We can't control everything, and that's the problem. And and I'm okay with understanding that I can't control everything. I can control what I can can control, but then there's also things that I can't. And so if something outside of my control doesn't go the way I want it, it's no big deal. It is what it is. I go back to the drawing board and it's, and, and it's just moving on to the next thing. And I think the only thing that I can manage in that situation is my reaction. Yeah. What, what do you do, V, when things don't go the way that you wanted them to? Oh, when I don't throw a fit? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just actually reading this book, Battlefield of the Mind. Oh, yeah. and um, Classic. It's just... Like what Prince was saying with reaction, like all you can change is your reaction. Like yeah. things are going to go the way they're going to go. Yeah. But she used this example of you wanted to go shopping one day and then your car breaks down. Are you going to freak out and like basically let that be like a block in your mind? Like, well, now I can't do that. Now this is going to go wrong. Now that, that, that. But then if you actually were to look at it like, well, I wasn't supposed to go shopping today. Maybe there's something else that I actually need to focus on at home. Maybe like, some maybe I was gonna, you know, get into a wreck. I don't know, yeah. not to like look and to yeah. see what bad things could have happened, but yeah. more or less just know that's not what was the route that I was supposed to take mm. and being okay with that and reacting in a more positive way. Because for me, it's all it's all mental, yeah, and I'm sure for everybody, but especially me, it's like if I go to that block. I'll just quickly spiral. It shuts everything else. Yeah, so it's yeah. just like working at, okay, yeah. what's my reaction going to be here? Yeah. Do I want to be the type of person that shuts down or sees an opportunity for something else to happen? Yeah. And I think I think we're cyclical beings. And I think, I mean, I think most things in nature have cycles. For and sure. uh, we always have, we're human. So there's, 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 or, there's order and chaos. It's just, it's, it's. Uh, a universal principle. There is order and there's chaos. So you can never, we're never just like on, we're never just like on fire all the time and, and never have any mishaps. The only difference is how often does that happen? Yeah. Is that a weekly thing? Is that a daily thing? Is that a monthly thing? Is that a yearly thing? So someone that's work, operating a high level may only have maybe twice a year. They fall into a short one week spiral of bad habits and doing things. But they're because they're at a, a certain level. They have because they're used to operating at a certain level. They have a much lower downtime. Yeah, you know. But if you're not used to that that level, then some people have a lot more downtime than others. You know, I can look back to when I was in my early twenties. You know, twenty one, twenty two, and I was out partying. I had a lot of downtime uh, because I I was not leveling up. Was not my lifestyle. Yeah. You know, I wanted to level up. But my actions yeah, didn't match. Exactly. My actions didn't match what, what I well, exactly. Yeah. That that's one thing that I think about a lot is like, if you want to be something, or if you want to make a change, or do something, it's literally the most simple principle ever. But it's like, if you want to be this, just do the things that that type of person would do. If you want to be wealthy, make wealthy people decisions. Look at what wealthy people do. Do the things that they do. And if you just are consistent in that, like. Just because you're doing it, same thing with being healthy. Like you want to be fit, do the things that fit people do. Like eat right <laughs> and exercise. But like you forget and, and and just don't do the 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 simple things. But it's like, um, it. I read this in this book, uh, Atomic Habits, where it talks about that. It's like the simplest principle, but it's like just make the hat. Look at look at a, whatever you want to do. You want to get a different job. 
you want to be in this type of relationship, you want to do anything, look at somebody who's in a healthy relationship, make note of the type of habits that they build Mm. and just start implementing those habits right now. And you'll get there just because you're doing the things that that person would do. It's literally the simplest thing. And I look at my own life and I'm like, damn, I'm not doing those things. Like, what was I thinking? Like, I want to be that. But if you're not putting any action towards it, like, what what do you expect? What do you realistically expect to happen? (laughs) I have a similar concept. I call it studying film, but it's pretty much the same, uh, the same thing, except time 10. So, so if you want to be 10 X, if you want to be, if you want to be like, uh, (laughs) if you want to be an awesome, um, you're, so DJ is the creative director here at Art of Visuals. Say you yeah. want to be an awesome creative director. Guess what you do? Go watch interviews with creative directors. I guarantee you could mm. find an interview with the creative director of Apple. It probably yeah. has 300 views yeah. on it. No one's watching this type of stuff. Yeah. Trust me. No one's watching this type of stuff. And you go watch 10 of those. Yeah. Go watch an interview with the, with the Apple's... Uh, um, What's your old creative director? <laughs> go watch, uh, go watch uh, uh, the Nike creative director. Yep. And then you start, and then you, what you do, you look for patterns. Yep. You look for trends and you look for patterns and you start to notice like, yep. oh, wow, okay, I've watched 10 of these. It's like studying film. You're yep. watching the team and you're looking for these patterns. You're like, okay, we notice when they do these things, they're doing this. The yep. same thing with, with creative or business. Yep. You know, see, there's CEOs of these amazing companies that do interviews because, but be, like, You'd be like CEO interviews are the same way. You have like the CEO of a billion dollar company and there's literally no one cares. There's yeah. 322 yeah. views because like no one, but it, those interviews have so a wealth it, of information. Gold. It is gold, but because it's not some tactical YouTuber being like, so this is the seven, seven ways you're going to make money on e-commerce this year. It's like, bro, don't watch that nonsense. <laughs> go watch, go watch e-commerce founders, go yeah. listen to their interviews, listen to them. It, it's not. It's not what they do that's that's important. It's how they think, and I think exactly. that that's that's like the mindset that you need. To, you need to think like if you want to be wealthy, think like a wealthy person. If you want to be fit, think like a healthy person. And it's like it's not all the steps. It's not always the working out. It's not always these things. It's not the tactical. It's the yeah, frameworks. Exactly. It's, it's, it's frameworks. Mm. It's philosophy. It's, exactly. Yeah. Frameworks is men- mental models and frameworks. That is the difference between high operating people that crush life and you don't understand why because it's a science it's like it's not it's not it's not luck it's like when i'm in these situations and it's about probability this is how i go about making these types of decisions and when you have models uh to base decisions on when you when you have an understanding of of of, of thinking you know and you're dead on like it's it's how these people think how these people process information how these people spot opportunities, how these people uh, play the guitar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hit us with something, V. What, so how do you, like, you're, if you're in a position, V, where you're, like, feeling stuck, what's the first thing that you do? <laughs> I'm going to be honest. Yeah. Well, I either take a nap <laughs> to clear my head get some endorphins perfect or go to the gym yeah. and sweat it out and then kind of just get, those two things put me in like a clear head space um because <laughs> it basically just empties my mind and then yeah. starting to like okay what's going on how do i um but that's the first thing i do yeah. then what let me think let me think of honestly i would just pray about it what like is this a funk or is this something that yeah 
that's actually going on that I need to evaluate? Like, gotcha. do I just need to like get myself out of this attitude yeah. or is there, there's something that I'm like holding myself back by? Hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. I'm just, for me, once I realize that I'm like on a plateau or in a plateau season or whatever, once I have that realization, I'm like, boom, okay, I get it. And then I'm like, what's the lesson here? What do I need to learn to get to the next level? Or what, what's my takeaway from like this time? I kind of look at my life like almost like chapters. And I'm like, I, I feel, I feel like it's like closing one chapter, starting another chapter. And I'm like, okay, what was the theme of this past chapter? I like keep journals and stuff. I don't do it like that religiously, but when I feel that, like season changing. I'm like, cool, I'll go buy a new journal. And I'm like, this, this season is different than last season. Mm. What are my takeaways from last season? And what now? Right. Yeah. That's like the storyteller archetype. It's, it's, uh, you know, what is the end of this chapter? Yeah. You know, what is the last paragraph of this chapter? And then what is the next yep. chapter? So closing that out and, and moving on. And it's not sad. That's the thing. It's like, it's, it, I feel like some people could get, could get like sad about that or feel like really emotional. Cause you're like, Oh, it's the end of something. But I look it's at the that. Beginning. Yeah. <laughs> I look at that stuff as like really beautiful. Of like, I'm really grateful for the moment or for the season, like the hardest times in my life. I actually am super grateful for because I'm like, I look back at it and I'm like, wow, things were so different. Like my life was so different. I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for growth also and being able to realize and like, change and all of those things but like also su- still grateful for like the things that happened even mm. though sometimes things suck you know yeah i think i'm real honestly just from thinking about that i've never i've always thought of it almost like when you look at a stock market like a graph of yeah. a stock how it's just like goes up goes down yep. goes up and like obviously the goal is for it to always be yeah, going out but that's not i think that i've just always viewed my life like that interesting I mean, that's probably not the healthiest way to do it to be honest like if you can look at it in levels like yeah. nope i'm called to, i'm called to live higher yeah you know right and obviously there's times where things happen, but at the same, I don't know. So I think in terms of vibration and frequency, and so like the stock market thing, I, I do look at it that way as yeah. like a, as a, as a waveform. Um, and I think if you're, if you're caught up, if you're caught up in the day to day, meaning you're, you're, you're overreacting and you're making everything a big dramatic thing, then, then you're in that volatility but when you under when you understand that when you zoom out and you look at the zoom out method, yeah, you look at yourself, <laughs> you look at your life over the last five years or the last three years, and you're like, oh, I'm, I'm crushing it. Look, this is where I was five years yeah. ago. This yeah, is where I am today. To, it's like when you're then, looking at stocks like right. one day versus yeah. one. Well, per, all time, per, on perfect like, example. Oh, so okay. let's let's see this. So Robinhood, boom. I do. So look at this. Tesla, one month. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah. my gosh. Okay. It's a downward. It's a it's a red. But if you look downwards. at a year, yeah. It's up what? Even better. Look at five years. Yeah. 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 Fourteen hundred. And so that's 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 the and and that's how we have to that's how we have to really look at things is 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 understand that we have on days, we have off days. 
Yeah. On days and off days are that's our stock. That's our personal market. Yeah. That's yeah. we're up seven percent. If you're living we're by that 10%. day to day, you're gonna be sketched out. But yeah. if you're looking at like the all time view, you're like, okay, we're good. We've got this. Where that's exactly. I guess where my downfall has been in the past is just that day to day view. The macro view. But if yeah. you take a zoom out, it's like I'm trying to live like all time Bitcoin. Yeah. Looks on that graph. Check yes. that one out. Yeah. Yes. And there's there's plateaus. This is the other thing, is is even with stocks, like Floors, if we're relating yeah. it to that. There are seasons where a stock just levels out and it literally is just correcting itself and it plateaus and then it like pushes through this resistance and then it has a new baseline and then it does it again and again. And if you get good at like reading that, like reading a chart, you can, it's almost like an intuition thing. I mean, I'm sure there's science behind it too. I know that a lot of times I use the, uh, the Fibonacci, Mm -hmm. um, which it's crazy how like relevant that is, but you can feel when something's going to go up right. and like Bitcoin is kind of the same way as like, I've always had just like intuition. I'm like, Ooh, I need to buy some right now. Cause I feel like it's about to pop, but like life's the same way. Right. It's like you can feel the level up happening. I, I think it, I mean, Fibonacci, the way I look, Fibonacci spiral, <laughs> uh, the way I look at it is you have, I look at it like nature. You have seasons yeah. and like, you just look at everything in nature. Like we're the only living thing that defies nature. Everything yeah. else, it's like wintertime, everything's hibernating. Yeah. Trees lose all their leaves. Everything's pretty much like kind of half asleep and yeah. it and is, is moves into some form of restoration. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, was be- I lost my leaves this winter. <laughs> I'll tell you that. <laughs> and then, and then was a, yeah. you know, and so... <laughs> You know, rough winter. <laughs> winter, winter for me. I used to always have a hard time during the winter because I do, because sure. I don't I didn't know how to slow down. Yeah, and I'm like, oh my gosh, like everything is just so slow, and like <laughs> I'm wanting to keep running and going energetically as if it's summertime, but it's just not, and it's yeah. a whole different season. Uh, and I w- this is the first year in my life that I've been able to just I was like I'm going to to flow with the seasons to where I'm like winter. I just en- I just understood that winter is slow, and I was like, guys or guys, Prince, this guys. is a guy. There's a lot. The alter, Prince the alter you guys, seven, alter guys, 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 guys. Mortimus. Guys. Um, Hello. Bobby Boca. Yeah. Um. Prince Bobby. Shut up, Bobby. Bobby Bobby, Bo- Bobby, Bobby, uh, Bobby Bitcoin, Bobby Hoddle, Bobby Hoddle. <laughs> actually, yeah. Bobby Hoddle. Um, I love that. Bobby Hoddle. He's yeah. a degenerate. Um, yeah. but anywho, it's 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 now become winter is my time for reflection mm-hmm. and and strategizing yeah. and really identifying what I'm grateful for, readjusting what I want. Is this still what I want? Literally, like just because I wanted a year ago doesn't like is this still what I want? Yeah. Is my heart still in this place? Has my heart moved? Is this still here? So really looking at everything, readjusting everything. And now that it's springtime, I was telling Jeff this morning, I was like, now that it's springtime, it's like, I can feel that, that energy in me just start that's, and it's just churning. And it's like, yo, it's about, it's about game time to hit it. (laughs) And then it's like, boom, spring, summer, fall. And it's like, dude, it's, it's go time, go time. And then coming into late fall, it's like, okay, starting to slow down, slow down, boom. And it's, and it's chill again. And so I don't think, I don't think it's always that we're on, 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 I think. I think we all really need to take a look at ourselves because we're all living beings and we all have different cycles. And I think it's really important to be in flow with, with your, with, with your energy and, and how you feel. Yeah. And like, we need to have downtime, yeah. you know, and whatever your cycle is, I don't know, maybe you, maybe it's, you work hard, you work crazy six weeks and then you take 
two weeks and you're more reflective or whatever, yeah. like your thing works. Yeah. Uh, but for me, I just found it natural to just do as nature does yeah. and just join it on the, yeah. on the, the natural cycle. It, it's an interesting thing to think about because things can't always be like going like it's not I, sustainable. Yeah. Like see, I think that the season analogy for life is like really relevant. Um, I was watching the show called the good place and it's super interesting. <laughs> Have you seen the show? Yeah. Okay. The end of the show actually put me into like an existential spiral. Oh, You've watched like all of the. I watched the whole thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. I've literally I've only seen a couple. Okay. Episodes. They at the end of the show they're like working and it's like this like kind of satirical take on like heaven and hell whatever. I don't necessarily agree with like the ph- philosophy of the show, but there's this interesting point where they like work super hard and they get into like what's heaven on the show. The good place. The good place, and they meet the, like this one guy's super excited to meet this like philosopher from like. From way back. Georgetown. Yeah, yeah, sure. (laughs) No, he's so excited to meet her and he finally meets her and she's literally just like kind of, kind of dumb. And because, and, and she's like kind of in and out and she's like, oh my gosh, like we need help. We need to get out of here. And he's like, what are you talking about? And she's like, everything has been so good for so long. Like there's nothing that challenges me. There's nothing like when, when you can have everything and and do anything you want. Like there's these doors and you can open it and you can go to any place in time in the whole world, eat anything you want, do anything you want. Like, what is the, what is the purpose? And I was just like, Oh dang, that's wild. And it made me think, I think that was actually the start of like this whole like reflective thinking. It made me think about like, wow, the fact that we have these off seasons, like it adds contrast, but that contrast creates beauty Mm. in life because it's like without that if everything was good let's say everything's perfect you get everything you want then what and Mm. it's like whoa i should probably work on being a better person like there's a lot of things that i would do differently and it's like i don't know it just it it sent me it sent me into this weird like wild place of like damn like if if every like what if everything that you wanted right now, like let's say you have these goals, dreams written down, if everything happened tomorrow, then what? And it's like, it, it's almost the simple things. It's like, you would probably learn, like have to learn to enjoy the moments more, yeah, to cherish your relationships more, to be a person of character, be a person of, it's like the, the and you simple, still have all the pain. You'd still, exactly. you'd still go through, yep. still have to deal with, you know, yep. these, these challenges. If, if you didn't, if you didn't have the pain though, I think that it wouldn't like you almost wouldn't appreciate it. No. That's if, if he that's has that. hand up. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just like that is crazy to think about because there's studies that when things are going really great for people, they because we as humans we crave to solve problem solve. Yeah. When things are going great for people, they will create, create. a problem yep. to solve it. Saboteur. Yeah. And so it's like, I mean, then that's not necessarily a bad, it's obviously if you're being nitpicky, that's yeah. horrible, but, um, it's just so interesting. It's like, we, we kind of just have to be thankful for different tensions that arise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it, it, that way. It, it helps you look at tension differently. I feel like that, that's what I feel like it did for me because not the show did for me, but I was already in this like weird reflective state. And then I was like, Wow let's just say all of this pain or all of this weirdness from the season is gone. Then what? And it's like literally the things that I, the the easy things, like the moments, the like time with kids, time with family, like the normal things 
become a lot more like valuable mm-hmm. and it's just it's like the the big things like kind of lose their sparkle when it's like if you could have everything then what i don't know it's wild i think starting in the reverse way too i think when you have those things first you kind of have everything yeah which which in my eyes is why like being rich is a mindset like i'm rich as fuck yeah and i already know i am and it's just that simple <laughs> yeah because that's a mindset and I'm, and I'm in, that's my mindset. And yep. so I've been rich. Like yep. I am rich. It's yep. not, it's not, it goes back to that thing. It's not a destination. Like, yep. it's not like all this, it's like, you, it's not like you hit some, like Milestone. some data point. Yep. And all of a sudden you're like, I'm everyone. I'm rich. Yep. Look guys. Yeah. I'm rich now. It's yep. like, that is a lifestyle. Rich has being rich has nothing to do with a dollar amount. Yep. Um, but talking about like the leveling up, another thing that's important, I think with the seasons is, going back to the order and chaos concept is being the, there's like a destroyer archetype and things are meant to be destroyed. Like destroy death and, and destruction is not a bad thing. Yeah. Like there's times like there's constructs yeah. that need to die. Yeah. There's, there's ways of thinking that are outdated. There's thi- like that's order and chaos. You have to, there's old buildings that yeah. are just, it's like, yo, it's, it's just time for that building to go. Like we need to put something new here. We need to utilize this space. And so, and I, and I think that is important with ourselves too, during that self-reflection in order to level up is to understand what parts of you need to die. Where do you need to plant seeds? What needs to grow? What needs to, you know, to get, you got to clean the garden out. You can't just let this thing go. It's, you know, it's a that's honestly like straight out of the Bible too. There's like a scripture that's like, there's a season for everything. There's a time to be born. There's a time to die. There's a time for a relationship. There's a time to not have a relationship. It's like the whole thing. It's like, and that's okay. I think, I think the hard part is when you get emotional about it and, and like, and it's obviously everyone has emotions, but I don't know about that. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's just, I think really understanding that there's seasons for things and learning to be grateful and appreciate your season. Learn to be content within each season. Hey, there's seasons for reasons. Oh, hey! Seasons for reasons. There's reasons for seasons. There's reasons. Reasons for seasons. There's raisins. He raisins is the reason for, for the season. <laughs> <laughs> um, another big one I think is is for leveling up is is elevating your tribe. That's been one of the biggest ways. Mm. So I remember when I was young. So I have a group of buddies, uh, crushing it at life, like good people, uh, smart all these things. And, and they're all, I'm the youngest guy. They're all older than me. I started hanging out then when I was young because I, I've always found myself spending time with like people that are where I want to be, Yeah, you know, out of my reach that are, uh, not so far out to where, you know, not 10 X where you, like, you can't even relate. You're just like, I don't know. I can't relate to anything that they do. But within like that, I, th- I honestly think that five to seven X range is where you really want to be like you want to be spending time with people that are going to help you to, to help you grow. You know, you want to have those types of friendships. And I don't mean it like in a mentorship way. I don't mean like go find someone that's five, 10 X above you. Like, oh, so how do you do this? How do you do that? Like, just go and make build relationships with, with, with badass people and have fun and hang out with them 
And naturally, when you're hanging out with people like that, you you have these conversations. Yeah. Like we naturally we naturally talk about finance. We naturally talk about our relationships with our wives and our girlfriends, with the kids, uh, with you know whatever it yeah. may be. We naturally talk about self development. We naturally talk about burnout and all these things and you're getting to hear it from high level people that are operating and 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 they have good systems and they have good ways of of dealing with this and so you learn a lot but you also get to realize they're also a lot like yourself you realize you're not also uh different but i think your tribe really defines your your level of operation for sure i i also think people are almost scared to have people that are like on way, way, way different levels. Like I've noticed this with dudes specifically. It's like, if I hang out with somebody who is like, maybe not where they want to be in life, or maybe they're not super stoked on where they're at, whatever. I notice this like comparison that happens where they're like trying to like justify their situation. And I've noticed that in me, in me too. And it's like, you're almost scared to have these people around you because it challenges you to, to like be better. And it like shines some light and especially like good, I feel like good solid dudes. And I'm sure like good, good, like ladies too. They (laughs) (laughs) dudes and ladies, dudes and ladies, dudes and gals. They they really challenge you like good, a good solid person who is, is doing well. When I'm around them, they challenge me in a good way. And, like, I can either be, like, proud and be, like, oh, I have to, like, put on this facade or whatever. Or I can just sit and learn and, like, get, like, that example you've used before is, like, getting, like, it's, like, the river rocks. It's getting ground down and, like, helping grind out the edges. And I feel like really solid friends will do that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it won't feel like a competition. Yeah. It totally like, oh, can well, be. Yeah, You're with that. the wrong dudes. Uh, it's literally just like a dick swinging competition. <laughs> honestly, like it just is like <laughs> love one of those. Yeah. Those are the best. <laughs> Which is I, those are my favorite. To be honest, uh, there's nothing better than one of those guys coming in to the group, and it's always so great because we all kind of like are looking at each other. Yeah. And we're all everyone knows. We're yeah. all trying to. We're all kind of laughing because we're like, dude, look, check out this beta. Yeah. <laughs> You know what? You know what Ethan calls those people stands. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> shoot, um, shoot, that ain't nothing. But but it's all love, you know. Yeah. We've all we've all been there, and it's all it's all uh, it's all love. But yes, yeah, surrounding yourself with with high level people. If you're a creator, go find people that are crushing it, and don't just like. Don't just freaking go with them on a shoot. Become like build a relationship. Well, like, I, like there was some girl that tweeted on Twitter and was like, "Can I please get some real friends and not people that just like want to go on a shoot and bounce?" Like, how about we go out and shoot and we have movie nights and we can do this. Like being like, can we just be friends too and not just like go out and take photos together and yeah. then not talk and not hang out until you want to do something. Yeah. And I think a lot of people you know, they want to learn. So yep. it's like, Oh, I just want to go connect with DJ so yep. I can learn video or yep. whatever. It's like, you'll learn so much more well, by building a relationship with DJ. And naturally you guys do video. So naturally you guys are going to be talking about video. He's going to yep. start letting you in on some of the ways that he does certain yep. things. It's and learning how it, just like we said earlier, it's learning how people think like in the book, uh, one of my all time favorite books on creativity, still like an artist. He talks about that. He's like, find your, like, even if you can't be friends with your favorite artist, maybe you look up to somebody and they can't be your friend, but you can like surround yourself with their work and learn how they think. And you literally create a tribe. It's like a, it's like a, like a virtual tribe or whatever you want to call it. But you surround yourself with people that you look up to and you learn how they think and you start to think like them and you, 
literally ask, it's kind of like the hat, um, example for like creative meetings. It's like you ask this person, like your favorite artist, you're like, okay, well how would Picasso handle this? And how would like Miles Davis handle this? And like, you kind of have this like round table with your favorite people and it, and it challenges you, challenges you to think like them. Right. I think one of the last things on one of the last things on leveling up, I would say, uh, would probably be learn to use an elevator. I think, (laughs) yes, that, and sometimes you get off on the wrong floor, you know, and sometimes you gotta get back in the elevator. Okay. Okay. Let's get back on track here. Dad Dad jokes. (laughs) Um, but I think one of the easiest ways to level up, probably the easiest way to level up is to, do what you love doing. Like work, like your work should be something that you really enjoy. If you're chasing money, you are going to have a really difficult time leveling up because life's hard. And there's a lot of challenging things that you go through. And if money's the only thing that's motivating you, you're not, you're not going to be, you're not going to be willing to, to be learning new things. You're not going to be pushing to, to play. You're not, you're not going to have, you're not going to care the same, but when you genuinely enjoy doing something, and and you love what you do, you put so much more effort into it. You yeah. want to know more. You want to get good at it. You want to go over and beyond. And that's how you level up. But you're not going to level up in something if you, if you don't enjoy yeah. what you're it's doing, true. period. So if you're trying to level up, so basically what I'm saying, if you're out there and you're doing something you don't enjoy, but you're wanting to level up and you're wondering why you have so much tension in your life, it's because it's impossible for you to level up because you hate or you dislike, you're not enjoying what you're doing. You need to find something that brings joy and that is in in alignment with who you are and what you are here to do. Or just figure out how to love it for the meantime. (laughs) If you don't know what you love to do. (laughs) Sometimes that's, sometimes you have to do that. Right. Well, well, Yes. I think, and, and that I think is, is being grateful for where you are, yeah. but knowing where you want to be. Yeah. Like I'm grateful for where I am and what I have, but I'm also excited for what's to come and where I want to be and where I'm headed. It's good. Level up, bro. It's a lifestyle. The biggest <laughs> thing about leveling up is getting to another level. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys have any content recommendations for this week? So I'm using, so I'm reading Carolyn Miss, uh, the language of archetypes, which is super interesting because I've, I've always looked at archetypes from like a branding perspective. Yeah. But when you understand like our human stories, uh, you know, Carl Jung and all these, you know, all these so great people have talked about archetypes yeah. and now it's like, it really, like when you start understanding archetypes, you start to, to understand yourself and understand why you're going through certain things yeah. or why you're attracted to certain things. And you kind of start to see your path kind of come into sight, I guess you could yeah, say. Yeah. And it's an, it's, it's a great way to understand people. And so I, I, I accredit a lot of what I, where I'm at in my life through just being really intuitive and, and, and being under to understand people and, yeah. and be in tune with things. And I think archetypes Put is a language is yeah. a language. Yep. It's a language to where you can understand someone and, and it makes you look, think differently about someone. You can see them acting a certain way and be like, Oh, they're the wounded child or yep. they're, this and I understand yeah. why you know they're they're not a terrible person. They're just going through this thing, and yeah. and this is their counter. These are probably the lessons and the things that they're struggling with that they need to work on. Yeah, myself included. And so, 
that's what I've been reading is, is about archetypes and I'll probably be reading that book for like another week or so. And so, um, that's what I'm learning about. And I find it really interesting. And the archetype thing is super interesting too, because you have a lot of people that want to be, you have like your archetype is almost like personality types where it's like what you are is normally different than what you want to be. A lot of people are like, Oh, I want to be the queen or I want to be this, the hero guys. I want to be the hero archetype. But this book does a great job of explaining like what it means to have that archetype. Just because you want to be a hero doesn't mean you have the hero archetype. It's like, have you always been this person throughout your life that would do these types of things in certain scenarios and would think this type of way in certain scenarios and people say these things, you know, about you or whatever it may be. And it gives you a much deeper understanding. And so this lady uh, is brilliant, Carolyn Miss, and I'm really enjoying uh, this book. Awesome. What's yours, V? Okay, so shout out to Bridget because she sent me. Bridget. Or she told me about it and then sent me the video. But it's this company out of, I think they're based in Southern California. It's called After the Tone. And basically, it's designed for weddings, but they do it for like big events or you could even send in recordings of like old stuff. But so the idea is they send you a phone or like phone booth to your wedding venue. Then people will leave a message to you. And then they end up taking all those recordings, putting them on vinyl. So you can listen oh, to it later. Here's, so sick. That is here's so like a little video. You can search for it on Instagram at after the tone dot co. Bailey, this is Sue. You're nice. That's Sue. But like it goes through different yeah. recordings. That's so rad. Yeah, that's that's a brilliant. That's Isn't a that really, genius? really cool. Like that that's makes, a creative concept. I love that. I love that. That's probably one of the more interesting creative ideas I've heard in a minute. Yeah. That's neat. Here for it. Yeah. Okay. Mine is a book that I read um, while I was traveling. Um, it's called Eat a Peach, and it's from one of my favorite chefs, David Chang. And he actually autographed the copy of the book that I got. So, like, I I think I told you guys this already. I think we yeah, talked about it on the... Did, did we? we talk about this? Last week? Yeah. Oh. Anyways, the book is amazing, and it talks about, like... There's there's a lot of, like... Did I already bring this up last week? On no, last no, no. You talked about the autograph thing. I don't think you went into the... Okay. Maybe details about the book no not about the book Jeez, <laughs> if not whatever no i just think it's cool it's like a recap it's really good content the yeah. the book is amazing so he's korean and he talks about how he's always like been embarrassed of his heritage but he talks about how his heritage and like where he came from his roots inform his cooking and how he does what he does he has like a bunch of restaurants in new york milk bar is one that we got those those desserts desserts from and then momofuku but they're like kind of these like punk rock he takes like punk rock philosophy into cooking and like creating and and he like really infuses his own roots into what he does in such like an interesting way that like where before he talks about how like everyone looked up to like french as like the gold standard of cooking and like everyone is trying to be french but he's like I just want to be myself and like infuse the things that I do into my cooking and like mm. own my own identity that I've been like embarrassed or ashamed of my whole life. But like it, it came through naturally, but when he started to actually embrace it, it like completely changed what he did. It's, mm. it's a That's really awesome. good book about like 
understanding your own roots and putting it into what you do. Core ingredients, bro. It's all about that base. Yeah. It's all about the base. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you guys so much for listening to another show because that's a wrap. Stay tuned. Be sure to follow us at Art of Visuals uh, on Instagram and be sure to subscribe and share this with your friends and family. Let's go. Send it to your mom. <laughs> she probably wants it. Yeah.